0: Ladies and gentlemen, this is Killing the Business Wrestling Podcast, and we are on the air with a 50, uh, the 60-minute time limit. The man charge of this episode it is your host, the King of New England, and your former interim, intercontinental champion, yes, former, Sick Vic. But that's the bad news. The good news today is we got Christina back.
1: Yay, we got Christina back. Yay, Christina is happy to be back on the podcast. That
0: classic episode I put up saying, we miss you, Christina. Must have worked. It must have gone in your head and finally <laughs> I miss you guys.
1: Yes, I'm happy to be back. Happy to be back to normal, you know, going through a divorce, but I'm happy to be back in the regular world. And my YouTube channel is going to be back up today later on, so I'm excited for that. I actually can be able to post this uh, video too if you're going to send it to me later because like I said, my YouTube is back in order.
0: Show me your email address, I'll email it to you.
1: Yeah, I will, yeah, I will. After this, I'll put it down there. Yeah, so I'm excited about that. Back to geopolitics and intelligence channel, so excited.
0: Because I just do not know what's going on in the world anymore, I just don't. First of all, the one that I keep on, I went outside and yelled this because I have no neighbors really, so I can scream and no one's gonna hear anything. Where the hell is Carmela Harris? Where does she disappear to? She vanished.
1: I know. It's actually funny, because everybody said she'll be running the show instead of Biden. And I have not heard about her. All you hear is Biden signed, signing new laws, Ukraine. And you know, honestly, I have not heard much about American politics lately. It's all about Ukraine, geopolitics, and what's happening in Ukraine. It, like inflation is hitting like the highest levels. Everything went up, Canada is under emergency orders over truckers, freezing their accounts, and yet nothing is happening about internal policy. It seems COVID is, you know, the uh, mandates from vaccination passports are dropped in majority of places, but yet, like I said, nobody's talking about economy and I have not heard about her either. She has been MIA in action.
0: Yeah, it also makes me nervous because even though Trump was Trump, at least Pence, You knew what he was up to. You knew once in a while you got like a little update what he's up to. Harris is like a ghost. Like she's vanished. Like I kidnapped or something.
1: Yeah, it's really odd. Like I haven't heard anything about her. Like she hasn't been on any front page news. Not even important. And she's vice president, you know? That's an important role. And I haven't heard anything about her, period. Sorry, my dogs. I guess mail coming. That's what happens when you see mailmen in a neighborhood. But
0: start screeching anytime now so it's all good
1: oh yeah well like i said a fedex truck showed up so not even though not for me you know the dog said to acknowledge the truck just one second i guess i'll have to close the blinds. that's fine it's very important because you know for dog business you know having fedex is like the most excitement you get in a day oh yeah you know it's you know it's very important the truck showed up so you know they have to make their stance but yeah. Yeah, like i said i haven't seen anything in politics and like said besides ukraine topic 24 7 i have not heard of any anything going on and it seems like american politics and nobody wants to talk about inflation i was reading an article yesterday i believe in the business insider or wall street journal don't remember but they were saying like even within democrats questions are starting to rise because inflation is not being addressed even and Democratic parties are getting concerned because of re election. You know, that's an important topic. And housing prices are <laughs> skyrocketing <laughs> too right now.
0: Oh, like even the, the drug neighborhood where no one wants to go to around here. They want $1,900 for one bedroom, one apartment, one bathroom. $1, oh,
1: definitely. It's been crazy. Prices everywhere have been up. And the thing is, too, is like, you know, When is that going to stop? Nobody's answering that.
0: Of course not because no one has an answer. It's all about, it's like the whole can't. first of all, you heard about the Joe Rogan situation, right?
1: Yes, I have.
0: What's your opinion on it? Because I started typing about it and people were getting offended, so I went live with it to say like, you know, words can be misinterpreted. I'll go live and explain everything, and I was still a bad guy, but what's your take on it?
1: A fan of him, but I don't think it's right what happened either. But I've never been a fan of his, that's the whole thing about it. But I'm not a fan of a lot of people, period. And at the same time, it's still you know, I still respect there should be certain type of freedoms.
0: Also, something that happened 12 years ago bothers me, you know, it's like you know, he's middle of the whole covid you know, with covid false information. Which, if you listen to a Stone's comedian podcast, I wouldn't take what he says seriously, anyways but people have been. Okay. In the middle of the whole controversy with that, then all of a sudden, 12 years ago, he said that, said this, that's kind of a witch hunt, isn't it? I kind of like trying to bury him like all of a sudden 12 years ago, where everyone's mindset and life itself was different back then.
1: Well, see, no, see, and this is the whole problem, we're penalizing people for their past. And yet in America, everybody says everybody deserves a second chance. Yet we're letting out hardcore criminals on paroles, for example, and saying that they deserve a second chance in society. But yet somebody says something five years ago, their whole life is penalized and upside down. And that's what I'm saying. I don't understand how witch hunting I mean, honestly, at best, and that would be very politically correct, they should have allowed him to have some type of redemption because everybody believes in redemption. And yet, at the same time, they're penalizing people for their past. And everybody has something in their past that they're not proud of, especially younger days. But now with the social media and internet, and I think as the younger generations, now you have to teach them anything you posted 20 years ago or when you're 12, 30 years later it will come out on social media because everything has a digital imprint and you're going to be penalized maybe in your 60s for what you said when you were 15 because depending on a flavor and what the politics are because it's you know it cycles through you know what was acceptable 20 years ago is or not acceptable is acceptable now and certain leeways that people had they no longer have certain freedoms too i find that especially with digital technology. The privacy aspect is kind of gone. The privacy laws, I don't think they even work anymore. There's no uh, privacy. Anybody can find anything, log in into anything. I mean, you know, your whole life is pretty much Facebook is now people's life, you can know everything they're doing 24 7 on Facebook, Instagram. I mean, name it. <laughs>
0: I'm a Facebook joke, I mean,
1: Facebook
0: joking, right, Huda? It's like, again, all frantic about a recording of a future episode. And I, you, know, you know how open, easy I am when I record these. Yeah, I am. So like I can say, I told them not to stress out, we'll shoot first and ask questions later. It'll be all good. Those were my exact words. And Facebook saying, I threatened to shoot someone. I was going to get violence. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me
1: see that's the whole problem right now you cannot use any verbatim you have to watch what you're saying how you word anything because it can be taken out of context. but then people who are actually using profanities and having certain type of graphics they don't even ever get to go to jail facebook jail or even get off like it's kind of i think it's almost like depending what algorithm it is and also it depends who's monitoring it because i think there's manual monitor as well outside of algorithms and I think, like I said, that whole monitoring, I think it should be in a context or just post it up front and center. Facebook will not allow the word shoot on any type of our posts. This is a banned vocabulary. If you use those words, you'll be automatically suspended, la, 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 la. Then they should start having that, you know, create a whole wiki, Facebook wiki. Yeah,
0: I I also have them on my case about the Lyme disease group because we're mentioning medications that haven't been proven as I'm like, these are people going to the doctors, the doctor saying, try this. And they're telling their doctors say, I'm gonna try this. It wasn't like, hey, everyone, try this. It's good, great, you know? No, it's like, this is what my doctor says. Does anyone have any thoughts about it? And Facebook is saying our group's about to be cut off because of the false information we're giving.
1: Well, but see, that's the whole thing. But then at the same time, in rhetoric, I oh, with vaccines, for example, I'm not saying I'm for or against them, but they were approved before even going through final stage of trial. So, technically speaking, they were not tested. So, would that somebody promoting being vaccinated would be the same type of rhetoric in a way? Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's what I'm saying. Anything, or should Facebook stay away from medical topics? If that's the case, unless you're a doctor, again, I think then it should be even across the board. Don't mention anything medical on Facebook, then. This is the topics Facebook does not follow. You know what I mean? This is the criteria. Because, I mean, it's got, but yet they collect revenues from advertisement from medical and pharmaceuticals, because I've seen tons of weird pharmaceutical ads on my feed at times. If you have this, you can be prescribed that, you know? If this, or there's a new clinical trial for somebody with PTSD, you can be, you know, reimbursed such and such. So they're running the ads, but if somebody posted, I have PTSD, hypothetically, and that helped, then they're promoting something that's not registered, you know, like it's kind of almost like a double-edged sword and yet it's a double standard.
0: Yeah, it's just, if it was like in public, you know, it's one thing, but this is a group.
1: Well, yeah, that's another thing. But then I guess you gotta weed your group members because somebody in the group must have flagged their complaint because I don't think it's randomly flagged you. There usually has to be some type of complaint that happens
0: not really it's just facebook saying misinformation
1: yeah I know. oh but yeah but somebody has to report it as such because you know when you report a post it gives you a different criteria it's misinformation public threat or whatever it is i don't know like but you know what i mean like i think it's in- somebody intentionally reported it i would be my guess but again because usually oh. they're not that vigilant especially in the group setting
0: well, i don't know facebook doesn't even have like regular people watching everything they're all bots that's all it is, is programs. Now she, she disagrees. Yeah, she's cranky. She's like, yeah, I know. We were just going live again on Facebook and they booed us again for no stupid reason,
1: man. Yeah. Well, that's what happens. But yeah, but Facebook has been like that. I've known a lot of people who end up in Facebook jail. I was fortunate, but I also don't post anything that has any content of a nature that could be controversial. I mean, my YouTube, like, yeah, I said, i post Ukraine-Russia issue, because that's a topic I enjoy talking about now, especially. But outside of that, like, lately, you have to be so cautious what you say. It's no longer, well, I don't think it was ever a free world. You know, I think it's, like, an illusion of free world. I mean, mind, yeah, we have more freedoms than Russians do, for example. But at the same time, it's still not 100% free what we do, do. It's just different type of restrictions. <laughs>
0: We'll we'll, we'll get in that in a second. I promise. I'll get in that. I promise. So, what's your opinion about this whole truck situation in Canada? Because I'm really torn about that. I might have two
1: seconds. Okay, so there is a division about that. So, technically speaking, people have a right to protest. I think. Backlogging border, especially when there is a supply chain issue due to COVID and everything, I don't think that should have ever been allowed. And to be honest, there's it becomes questionable, too, because the border up, like even when you enter Canada, yes, I think, if I'm not mistaken, 50 kilometers or 75 kilometers, which would be about, what, 30, 40 miles. It's still jurisdiction as other country can enforce. And I don't agree with that. However, what concerns me about the Trudeau en- enacting emergency act and using war powers is actually freezing people's accounts. That actually concerns me because technically speaking, they are classifying them as under terrorism, guys, which technically would not be domestic terrorism. All it was is protest and dissatisfaction. And I believe in stopping protests and making sure that they don't happen in certain areas if it's impacting supply chain not based on ideology stopping it, but because the supply chain stoppage and because people have to get through the border, etc. cetera, because it is causing disruptions and certain funding issues. But at the same time, I also think it was cowardly that chief of Ottawa police resigned, too. And he actually originally came from Toronto. He used to be deputy chief. I've actually met him. And you know, like I said, he was never upstanding, right thing to do type of upper breast to begin with. But in reality of it, I think Ottawa police could have handled it better because it was in their borough how it all happened. And I also think there was no need to enact emergency measures because Ottawa police are skilled enough and have enough power and enough funding to deal with it. Three, is the frozen accounts and also saying that anybody's raising money, GoFundMe, or any type of fundraising or crowdfunding and impacting cryptocurrency and trying to get everybody's information and freezing accounts. I think that's one step away from pure communism and pure dictatorship. And I think Trudeau is actually, sadly enough, there was a meme saying that he was Fidel Castro's son because obviously that's not proven. That was a meme and a hearsay. But the way he is acting, there's no different how Castro would do in Cuba and how communists would actually seize private assets and take away from the citizens. That's what communism is. And I'm not gonna like, you know, debate a political system but I think Canada is on a dangerous trajectory if that continues and it has nothing to do with truckers. It's actually having power to free somebody's funds because they choose to protest. That wasn't an act of terrorism. That was not an act of any type of violence or threat. Yes, it was an issue for supply chain and business interruption in Canadian economy but it was not an issue of national security. And also, the verbatim used was more of American, and Canada has, number one, Canada was always British colony. It's still under technically, even though it's independent, British laws apply and common law apply, the laws that are actually used. And yet, the charter is different because technically, there's not even the freedom of speech in Canadian Charter Section 2. But yet, Canada is using American verbatim and what constitution and type of right wing. Uh, propaganda that's actually in Canada, you know, there's a very small percentage of it was truly right-wing or anything to do like that. It had to do with this gruntled fact of vaccination records and a lot of people were impacted job-wise because if they didn't have vaccination or chose not to, their jobs and livelihoods were impacted and also the economy and lockdowns because Canada implements much more lockdowns than the U.S. ever does. So I think that my stances of what did Trudeau is wrong I also don't think there's talent right now between three parties in Canada that can lead Canada. Uh, Conservatives just running what, there's gonna be a new runoff to choose a leader of a so-called quasi-conservative party, which really is just more of a socialist even though in Canada people would say that they're a right-wing party. But, and then you got NDP, which is really has not performed since Jack Layton days. you know, the wins that he secured after him, everything was downhill and he wrote on his name. He's dead now, anyways. And last election, well, not the last one, but the one before McClare was the only one who actually had some kind of centrist platform in comparison to three. So yeah, so that's pretty much my take on Canada. And I'm very sad that it went that far where people's assets are frozen.
0: So it sounds like it was a situation that it's like kind of taking a out of a, you know, out of its home. So it won't eat your carrots. Instead of like them, like doing like you know, worrying it out, trapping it, just jumping and stick of dynamite in it and just blow it out, swirl rings. So it's, it just sounds like it's like really screwing this situation up when it doesn't need to be this badly. Like, the hammers need dropped this act as hard.
1: Yeah, but then Canada is more concerned about Ukraine and training exercises with the Canadian military. Yeah, you know they can. You know you need emergency measures to deal with truckers in Canada and the capital. So I mean that's kind of you know very
0: odd. What is <sighs> oh, Russia Ukraine?
1: Because I think I
0: know, I'm just up. I know I'm sorry to throw it
1: up. Well, somebody's very very tough on the topic.
0: As I run her to a crib real fast, start explaining to me, what do you think about this um, Ukraine-Russia situation? Because I'm not totally clear. I stopped watching the news. Hmm. I stopped watching the news. And I've been happier ever since then. But it just seems like that we're screwing with the Russians and we shouldn't be.
1: Well, the whole thing is, I think... Since the Soviet Union collapsed in 1991 and it was mentioned yesterday in a Putin speech that NATO has been expanding its portfolio further and further down because like since the Soviet collapse Bulgaria joined, Romania joined, Lithuania, Latvia, Estonia joined, you know, there were former Soviet republics, Poland joined and Albania joined and then uh, now you have Ukraine, which is a buffer and close to Russian border, and if Russia allowed for Ukraine to have NATO bases or go to NATO, it would be technically a threat to their national security from their perspective and domestic angles. Also, I have a very tough time with the whole scenario because, put it this way, that one of those Donetsk regions, my family, during Tsarist Russia, they owned all Gubernus, and it was all theirs before the revolution and my family is purely Russian. I don't have any Ukrainian blood in me or anything like that. So that region was Russian prior to Tsars' revolution. However, when Soviet Union happened, Brezhnev gifted Ukrainian republics those areas and changed the borders. But at the same time to advocate change of borders, because if you're gonna start advocating change of borders, you might half of the world will be divided because if you're gonna start taking what was and start to re reshaping it again i don't agree with that 100 but i also don't agree that in a way now ukraine has rights to them in a way because you know they were given to them and you know they accept you know that was soviet union division but i also don't agree that they're trying to enforce certain things in the area. And I also don't agree with the fact that I think Ukraine is only grandstanding because Ukraine does not have military resources to actually go to war with Russia. Like There's no, even NATO, even if they supply them with weapons and gives them aid, they will not openly go to war with Russia. There's no way anybody will. Even now, what Biden do when Putin recognized LDR and DNR He wrote a list of sanctions where now there's not going to be trade dealings with the same sanctions Crimea Crimea has now for, you know, seven, eight years. So, I mean, that's what happens. And I mean, the worst happens, they will disconnect them from SWIFT because, I mean, majority of funding providers right now, even they will not allow Russians to deal with Western trade with U.S. currencies. They have to only use euros. But I mean... Now Ukraine is pretty much so. Crimea is gone. LDN, DNR is gone. So what's left of Ukraine? I mean, it might as well, and people probably hate me for saying it's split between Poland and Russia because there's not going to be much of Ukraine left. And to be honest, Western Ukraine used to be part of Poland before the division too. So like Lviv and all that region when, you know, my family on that side, that was all, the other side was all Poland. So, and I'm not advocating for disbursement of Ukraine because it does have its own nation and clearly it does have identity, but I think politically it is a political suicide.
0: I just feel like we shouldn't just be messing with them. That's just, like with Russia. It's just like like, like like, Trump supporters already said, America's first, we got to rebuild America. This country is so broken. And we, we surely like worry about at least some things to put back together in our country before we worry about other countries. Like,
1: Well, the problem is, and this is where it comes down to it. And unfortunately, unfortunately, I mean, okay, I did not want Trump to, to be elected again. I was against it. I've never been a Trump supporter. I was very adamant about stating that everywhere. However, the reason we got Biden because people were afraid of Trump and how far gone he was with his rhetoric. And that's how we ended up with Biden. But in reality, Biden, and I'm not trying to be just or anything, he's been, you know, he reminds me of Jimmy Carter, even though it was before my time. And there's going to be somebody else. But at the same time, he's an old school. And right now, war mongering or anything like that is not, it shouldn't even be an agenda because the world is recovering from COVID. COVID stagnated economies. It caused inflation, hyperinflation. We have a lot of problems that were identified during COVID. Also, there's a lot of shortage of general labor because, you know, even people paying highs, they can't find the talent needed. Economies, there's crime rates. There's a lot of problems within America that has to be addressed. And I don't think funneling money to support Ukraine and focusing on Ukraine, because every news now, even in it's about Ukraine. Every CNN news you turn on, ABC, NBC, whichever news you pick, it's all about that. You don't hear much about domestic policy. You don't hear about, you know, the only thing you hear, you know, in slight, oh, we're going to raise interest rates to help with inflation. But in reality, you know, there's not much, you know, there's going to be state of a union address coming up next month. And yet you don't hear much about how to raise U.S. economy, how to get U.S. economy, because inflation has been one of the highest for the past, what, 40, 50 years now? And there's nothing to address that, but we're so focused on what's happening in Ukraine and yeah. Russia. And yes, as much as it sounds, yes, I agree with sanctions. Yes, don't condemn it. But at the same time, we shouldn't be spending our efforts on American news talking about that instead of actually talking about domestic and policy issues and the things that we need. Also, like, you know, there's a lot of things that can be done. For example, FBI could use more funding because under Trump, FBI suffered a lot because, because of the fact that FBI did not get along with Trump because of investigations. You know, I think there's a lot that could be poured into national security, domestic, and there's enough programs that needed. There's enough domestic terrorists in U.S. and registered lists that probably need to be watched more cautiously and worrying about what's happening on national security of Ukraine. You know, like it's one of those things like, and as much as I feel bad, because I'm sure being in those regions and being in Ukraine right now, it's probably not a comfortable feeling. I mean, it's still people's choice and people's politics. It's not American choice. Ukrainians will never be Americans and vice versa, you know, and how long is the West going to be pouring money into Ukraine just because of a buffer in geopolitical interests and, you know, the appetite to have more Western Europe? And to have more reach close to Russia, that's all military and you know other aspirations. That's not economic aspirations. I don't think giving money to Ukraine constantly to support them is that's what U.S. wants. Yeah, but I
0: don't know, first of all, I, never, I might have like gripes with Biden, but the last thing I want is Trump to take over office again.
1: Well, yeah, and that was another thing. You know, Apple, uh, there's a new Trump social media app that just came out. And I'm actually very surprised that it was allowed. Given, like, you know, given all the restrictions we have everywhere else and how Facebook and everybody monitors, yet they allowed for Trump to have his own social media app. And the problem is with Trump, and this is where it gets kind of funny. Trump attracts some very delusional, very far-right people that go too far. And that creates a bad name for everybody. It created a bad name for true conservatives because being far right, some type of, you know, white nationalist is not what conservatism was built upon, but it's mangled into that. It's like everything is mashed into anybody conservative now. Oh, Trump, you know, but true conservatives has nothing to do being fiscally conservative and financial, you know, sound does not make you. A Trump supporter, nor does it make you white nationalist, but that's how that movement. And unfortunately with Bannon, he attracted those crowds. He attracted these backwards, backwards individuals who belong to some type of you know Aryan organizations who belong to hate groups, which are always on a terrorist watch list as it is, but you know, that's the he empowered them. Even though I'm not sure if that's what he wanted, because I can't get in ahead of Trump, but that was a dangerous precedent that his team should have been watching, in my opinion, because it was going too far. And this is what happens. And America does not need that either. Nobody needs to put us backwards 100 years into some white nationalist ideas with women having no rights and racism and prejudice. Like, we don't need all that.
0: you don't. That's the last thing you need. Also, oh, also, another thing that drives me nuts is, and this is the one pit, bit of news I heard. It, um, well, <laughs> he knows where I'm going with this. She knows where I'm going with this right here. <laughs> okay. You know I had a George Floyd. Black matter came out. Big thing. Big, you know, media circus. We all know what happened with that. There was a gentleman in Minneapolis who got shot and killed by the Minneapolis state police because they executed it like a no-knock warrant. And they cut the door down, the guy drew the gun because he had no clue who they were, they shot him dead, the gun was licensed, and the guy did not have a rap sheet. But we do not make a peek about
1: Well, see, unfortunately, you know this is a problem with a lot of policing and law enforcement. Unfortunately, this type of examples, it's words that happen and should be highlighted. But given the law enforcement, what they go through executing warrants and how dangerous their job and how many US marshals died and others executing them. And the people they deal with, as sad as it sounds, sometimes it's occupational hazard on both angles. And there should be highlighted. There should be better things in place. But if somebody draws a gun at you, and you're trying to execute a warrant, it's your life or theirs, and that, I think, in law enforcement, they have, I'm not sure if somebody can correct me, three three seconds, I believe, to make a decision, because it's a rash decision what you do, because you don't have time. So I'm not really certain how do you react to something like that, and having a gun, how do you assess a person? Is he going to shoot you or not? And also, one would probably knows they had a warrant out. But if it's a low-grade warrant, I mean, yeah, the excessive power should not happen. But I'll give you another example. There's real criminals who are should be in prison but you know they get away in technicalities they get away with church groups advocating for them saying everybody deserves redemption and yet they go in the streets and kill again
0: It's like redemption is uh, I just never because I admit when I 2013 I did screw up I was praying too much at the time I did was really wrecked when I asked a girl for favors for cash and turned out to be a cop. I'm not saying, I'm not downgrading it. I'm not saying I was right. or I'm not saying all that. But people who go to jail, like DUIs, because they gave someone drugs that overdosed or selling drugs in general, the little kids, are getting more of a pass from this society in public than someone like me, because I didn't, hurt, didn't intend to hurt anybody. That was not my intent, never did. But when you go home driving drunk, what do you think? Could happen when you sell drugs like a like nice little fat bag of like eight ball or something what do you think will happen you know what i'm saying
1: oh but yeah it's kind of a problem with society like today everybody says oh those drug crimes where two americans has the most like you know people in prisons per capita and like we're too tough on people drugs and everything but at the same time you have a lot of violent criminals who are running the streets or are out on parole with violent crimes and yet they continue to be violent but at the same time as long as it's convenient for the numbers and the church groups are saying these people change because they go through this diversion program and you know yeah there's some who change but a lot of them don't and that's a risk to the society in general but it continues to happen the balance is off it depends which state you're in it depends how staffed the officers are what is the agenda what is the risk levels you know but that's the truth but you're right like what you did i mean obviously i don't condone that but at the same time I mean, there was nothing that you actually violently hurt somebody or did something that would have classified as that. But drug dealers who sell drugs and then little kids die and families get distracted, you know, some of them get away with such light sentences based on technicalities. Like, I've enough I've, news happened. Oh, they were set up. The officer didn't do that. So now the case is thrown out, you know? Same thing happened in Canada on multiple occasions in drug courts that are on the news. Oh, the officer did that. Some technicalities and lawyers cut them off. And what, they're going to stop selling drugs? Nope.
0: Of course not.
1: Because he's going to get away with it. Well, definitely. See, that's why, like, Middle Eastern policy. As far as, I'm not advocating for everything Middle East, but there, drug dealers, you get your hand cut off. You steal, you get your limb cut off. You know, like, that kind of deters people from doing a lot of things, but it's actually true. I mean, yeah, I don't advocate for barbaric stuff, but at the same time, like I said, clearly, The system needs a change because a lot of people are not stopping from doing it.
0: Yeah, it's like, yeah, I fucked up, but I haven't fucked up since. Yeah, it's not going to work. But, you know, it's...
1: Yeah, but your situation, I'm not going to let go on that topic because obviously I don't agree with it, but at the same time... I mean, it's not something long-term ramifications that you were gonna go in some type of situation where it would end up in some violence. And also at the end of the day, it's consenting adults. I don't agree with prostitution because there's a lot of forced drugs and a lot of other things. But at the same time, some people make those choices as adults. And yes, maybe because of drug habit and everything like that, in a, you know, and I mean, you know, both parties are wrong, but again, participating in it is not the same as murdering somebody. Not that I'm saying one is right or wrong, or, you know, uh, having somebody OD and die from drug overdose because somebody sold them bad drugs, you know? And again, addicts, you know, they're responsible for what they try and their choices too, but, you know, it's kind of one of those.
0: Yeah, it's just, uh, I just feel like if you're t- t- tense not to hurt anyone, knowing you get hurt, you shouldn't be crucified. Like, right? I still get shit upon. That was 10 years ago.
1: Oh, I know. I saw that on Facebook. You know what? The reality is people would drag up anything and everything for to justify themselves because normal people, if everything is good in their lives, they're not going to be dragging other people's problems up, especially, you know, if it does not concern them and if it was not their family member. Yeah. No, but it happens, that's what people do. They dig up dirt, they use it, but at the end of the day, I think the person who drags it up, I think it looks actually worse on them, unless you're a pedophile and a registered sex offender and somebody's doing a public service. I mean, and even they have some kind of rights, which I don't agree with pedophile rights. I mean, very seriously, I don't, I think they do have too many rights in America, but.
0: They do, but the thing is though, it's in our, I mean, I'm not, I am not supporting pedophiles. I am not doing that at all. However, though, it is in our DNA, deep down our DNA, you know, to fucking kill anything we want.
1: Well, yeah, but at the same time, you know, we execute violent animals or pit bulls who bite somebody yet pedophiles, you know, they don't, you know what, they get the sex registry and get out and that's it.
0: I did um talk to a friend of mine the other day who is in a part of like doing law enforcement, like law 101. So you'd be surprised how many pedophiles these days will get a smack in the back of the hand. Because, yeah, they'll go, they'll be away for 10 to 5, 10 years, yeah, but a lot of them will just get, like, a, like an ankle bracelet or something, like home arrest.
1: No, well, yeah, and then, and then all they do is they have to register which neighborhood they live, but in reality, they're still walking, and I can't. You know, and I also, I'm not a psychologist, a psychiatrist, I can't obviously comment on that, but I don't believe somebody who is attracted to children will suddenly change. Like, yeah. I mean, you're gonna be disturbed to begin with. I don't think you can cure that. That's some kind of mental illness delusion. I don't even know what to say, but you know, like, they're not gonna change. Yeah,
0: but I just feel like it's either, we just accept the fact that it's in our blood or just freaking stone them when they're found, when they're found guilty. I just give, it's like, you, you either say it is what it is or just, we just stone them when they're guilty. You. You're guilty, mm-hmm. run back of the courthouse right now, the family of the kids, get to take a rock and throw at the guy.
1: Oh yeah, but see, and the thing is too, the system, which is like I said, I support law and I support judicial system. I support federal bureau. I support everybody who works so hard to get those cases. But also when you get to defense attorneys, and trials, the victims almost get to be re-victimized because in order to get somebody convicted, people have to testify. A lot of times it's revictimization victimization of young people. And usually, I mean, it's mostly women. Yeah, there's men who get that too, but women. And the, the defense attorneys will drag up any type of dirt they can possibly find on families to defend their clients, regardless of guilty or not. And it seems to me, while he goes through a trial process, criminals get a better deal than the victims.
0: Yeah, I just I think that's nice. Thank you for showing your butt, Michael. I appreciate that showing your butt on my camera. But uh, I'm out, uh, we'll bore out. out. Well, it's just, I don't know, I'm just thinking about things like more detail, you say. It's like how America is twisting the truth on things. It's like Pearl Harbor, we egged Japan on to attack Pearl Harbor. They didn't just attack us, we egged them on by cutting off their oil supply. So it's just like, I'm just thinking about more like, all right, it's in our human DNA. When did we choose? We understand it being more civilized. We understand civilization is, you know, builds cities, builds empires. But it is in our DNA. It is, you know, being racist, being, it's in our DNA. And people now like, it's like, like, oh my God, you're like, are all not like that. Everyone's like that.
1: Yeah, I can't really say if it's a DNA to be racist. I think, yeah, prejudice. But I think a lot of behaviors are learned as well. But we also use it as an excuse. And I've noticed that with criminals too, they use it as an excuse of bad childhood. Yes, it impacts you. but But then when you're older, you take responsibility for your own actions. People use that as a crutch. A lot of environmental factors are being used as a crutch as well, especially in adults. I'm not talking about children. And I also think that a lot of race baiting is happening too. There's both many sides that are raised baiting on purpose too. Even if you notice certain posts on Facebook, they're looking for bait one way or another.
0: I pulled an experiment off one time and paid for a sponsorship on Facebook. And I spent about close to $100 and just put some bullshit up there, just kind of like a little bullshit thing, you know, separate and see how far it would go. And it went pretty far. That got me thinking all right, if I have that little money to send those bots out. If I had a lot of money and I want to send bots out about how, oh, Trump loves you or Biden hates you or blacks are the devil or something like that, they have the power to do that. So we really need to step back and say like, is this something that we should take seriously or is this like a bot or a trick or something
1: to divide us? Well, see, I think social engineering propaganda is a big problem, and I honestly believe that social media now has more powers than anything about elections, influencing elections, and everything like that. And I think it became such conglomerate that it has more influence than a lot of other agencies or even outreach and the way it operates and the information it harvests. And I honestly think there's certain times during election time. Maybe politics should not be on social media the way the ads are run and some anybody can pay for an ad and make it run, you know, like you mentioned. You know, anybody can run some social engineering campaign. Doesn't matter what information, disinformation, and suddenly, you know, people will be buying it up regardless and, you know, reacting to it and, you know, believing it's honest truth, no matter that's why. Russia was accused of that too, you know?
0: Yeah, it's just... I think social media, even though it's what makes the world go around these days and helps it, I think it's more evil than anything else.
1: I'm on social media a lot and me and you, you know, like I said, unfortunately it's necessary evil and I couldn't imagine, like I said, I'm resurrecting my YouTube channel and everything. I'm on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, and you know, it's been part of our lives. Like I check it daily and morning and I think now it became like, you know, just like people used to read newspaper in the morning and paper would come in, you know? That's
0: what I look at as well. It's like, what, what do I do in the morning? I see what's trending on Twitter.
1: See? You
0: know, it's just like the same thing as, you know, it's just, I don't know. I think a lot, a lot of the uproar and a lot of things happened because of social media.
1: Oh, I totally agree with you, but that's how it operates. You know, this is the biggest reach. It reaches as big as a newspaper. Before you could read local news and whatever print came in now. You know, it's all over the world. You can find any country, any type of post. You can find anything, anybody. I mean, literally, unless somebody loves the grid and lives in the bush, I mean, everybody, you can find somebody, track somebody, you know?
0: Oh, yeah. (laughs) Definitely, but I just think it's more, I think Facebook was developed to get people's, trying to poke the bear in people's psyche, isn't it? I, see what
1: I think so the algorithm i think it was set in a place i just don't want to be one of those conspiracy theorists, because you know bill gates conspiracies old zuckerberg you know Rothschild's conspiracy series i don't believe in any of that i think those people have money and power and hungry to run the world and they'll do it any means necessary it's no different how you know empires used to fight each other to gain you know land to gain traction i mean it's just different now everything is cyber I think even war is now cyber warfare is bigger threads than an actual, you know, physical war, depending how you look at it and how it can be operated and orchestrated.
0: Oh, Skylink's coming upon us! You used to watch those Terminator movies. Oh yeah, Skylink. The, the it's coming upon us. It all depends where it's coming from. Give it like, not saying like in our lifetime, but give it a couple lifetimes. It's upon us.
1: Oh, definitely. But I totally agree with you. But yeah, so like I said, the trajectory changing. That's why we have cyber commands, space, you know, space uh, war, you know, like I think next true war will be in space. If there's going to be another type of war It will be space related. But, you know, we'll see. For now, we have Ukraine and Russia, main topic of the day, beginning of the year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Back to the grounding.
0: It also amazes me about how it really feels like it's Mark Zuckerberg's world, Facebook. He can do whatever the hell he wants, and all we have to do is take it.
1: Well, yeah, but I mean, it's a choice. But I mean, you know, you can create a competing platforms and Google. Like, I think it's like saying when Walmart became a conglomerate in the 1980s, it, it ran out small businesses, you know, so they allowed this to happen. And that was on the Carter slash, you know, Reagan watch, you know. Next thing you know, you have Bill Clinton with a trade agreement, you know uh, NAFTA that became UMCA. Now he is the one who orchestrated that. How good or bad it is, I mean, I enjoy it. But in reality, it, it was already meant to create a certain type of you know, force and influence on certain topics. And it just continues. Now we have cyber influence. I don't know what's next. Space influence, I guess, will be. And after space, I don't know what you have left on that. Probably something else will come out.
0: Be nice if I unmute my mic. All because of what though.
1: If, to- hunger, power, personal aspirations, ego, greed, power, control. Right. You know, that's what it is. You know, as the world makes running. Money, fiat money, doesn't matter if it's fiat money, crypto money, any type of power, resources, precious metals, whatever you can get. Power. And greed, that's like I said, I'm not going to get biblical, and I'm not saying it's hell, but, you know, sometimes it makes me wonder if what's described in the Bible we're living in, in a way, is a hell, but again, I'm not that biblical, and I'm not going to get into that, because, you know, religion is its own topic within itself, with a lot of caveats, depending what religion you are, and what you believe, and how you believe, and I usually don't discuss that topic, because there's so many different views and beliefs.
0: I'm spiritual, I believe that. This spectrum is in the middle and everyone looks at a different different angle.
1: Oh, definitely. So That's what I was saying. But yeah, that's how the world is operating and everything like that. But I do get to wrap up soon because I do have things I got to get back to.
0: Yes, that's fine. I gotta, my son is freaking out for some reason, so I got to. But it's good to have you back again.
1: Thank you, thank you. Glad to be back. Enjoy always talking to you.
0: Uh, whenever you get- I'll
1: send you an email for the link a little bit later where you can send it to me so I can post it on my YouTube.
0: Yes, definitely. Go. Um, I'll give you the um the video. I won't add the um logo or anything to it, so you can do whatever you want with it. You say it's the Christina show. I don't care.
1: Oh no, no, I was just gonna post it just for the sharing. But yeah, I don't know. No, I still have my own Russia Ukraine topic to record today the next couple hours and edit. So that's gonna be back. Me, my topic is back. So and people were asking me when am I gonna start doing videos again. So I'm back. So there you
0: go. Nice, nice to have that feeling. It must feel good when someone asks you when you get to start doing those
1: again. Yeah, it makes me feel good. And like I said, Twitter is good for me. I have close to 5,000 audience on there. So that kind of gives me a little bit of a leeway, you know, for influencing. But YouTube, I only have, like I think, 35 followers because I kind of dropped it. And like anything, you have to be added at all times to grow and promote and I've been busy, like I said, divorce and, you know, personal situations I've been in that I needed to address and they're still being addressed, but at least now I'm back to doing what I love and enjoying, and back to writing articles, you know, so yeah, promoting a movie, so I'm doing that and then I have, I'm in the talks about my fiction books, I'm hoping to have it published by next year, so I'm actually in talks as agents to have that going
0: And you can always promote it on here, whatever projects. Oh,
1: thank you. Yeah, it's a fiction book about the world of intelligence and Russia and US and intelligence agencies. So yeah. So I'm hoping, like I said, once I know more when and what I'm doing, digital, because I'm assuming digital will come out first on Amazon. So working on that as well.
0: Keeping yourself busy. I like that.
1: Thank you. Try.
0: That's all you can do, is try. And at the end of the day, you have a couple cocktails and life's good
1: indeed indeed you know hopefully this year will be better but yeah but i do get a run and i'm glad to have me back and i definitely want to come back as usual you know me so yeah it's very nice chatting with you again well, i kept that your
0: tuesday time slot open don't like she'll be back i'm not gonna yeah. fill it.
1: Tuesday's always good for me always worked well
0: i was like she's gonna be back i'm not gonna fill the slot up she'll be back. <laughs> yes you were right i am back well it's good to have you back on thank you very much and we'll catch you next week Yes, you will. Have a good one. Take care. Bye.